It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Hot is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. just thinking of the things we need to get to here. Brian Kelly and the Michigan rumor, Mike Denbrock fixing the defense, maybe an appearance of not so much activity in the portal. Where do we start? Um, well, let's, let, let's end this one pretty quickly. Brian Kelly has been denying ever since the false rumor of the Michigan thing. So, We'll see. I'm not saying, Bill, look, talked about this a lot last night. I'm not saying he wouldn't go. I'm not saying he wouldn't entertain it. But right now they're denying it. And, and Bill, look, we don't need – Harbaugh hasn't even left Michigan. Uh, Billy Lucci from Texas started that rumor. And then Bill two days later came out and talked about and had a 30-minute segment about how much, number one, that he hates LSU, and then number two, how much he hates Brian Kelly. I'll, I'll let you decide. That's number one. Now, Mike Denbrock is a completely different story, Bill. What happened there? I, I was convinced he would not entertain going back to South Bend. Um, from what I'm told from the Denbrock camp, grandbabies matter. So, um, look, I, I, I think he just wanted to go get closer to home, uh, has kids and family and uh, relatives close to there. Um, you know, there's a, 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 a thought or some people are saying, Bill, that LSU didn't match. An offer? Well, you mean to tell me that they matched A&M's offer for the same exact thing that Notre Dame um, gave Mike Denbrock? And because, look, Bill, Mike Elko's first call was to Mike Denbrock um, when he took the head coaching job at Texas A&M. LSU matched and superseded what A&M had offered, and Notre Dame offered the same. I, I just think Bill ultimately wanted to go back home. And, you know, look, Marcus, you know, Marcus was able to pull it off. Um, look, I like Mike Denbrock a lot, Bill. I've told you this a lot. I think he's a fantastic play caller, and uh, good luck to him. You know, I know that the clip with me went viral last week, and Notre Dame fans are mad. I just don't think, Bill, that it's a smart move. I know that he's got Riley Leonard. I know that they're getting better offensive pieces. He will never have a better offensive piece, like name Malik Neighbors or some of the dudes that you get at LSU. So, good luck to him. I like Mike a lot. I've had multiple conversations with him. He's always been cordial with me. I think he's an ex- 
exceptional play caller. I think Notre Dame got better, Bill, on the offensive side of the ball, so good for him. What's the plan to replace him? Well, right now they have elevated Joe Sloan, who's a former um, offense coordinator with Louisiana Tech, along with Cortez Hankton, the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator. Right now, Bill, I, I think that they are going to see how this bowl game goes with the both of them, how they work together, and how things move. But I – now, maybe I'm wrong on this, but Brian Kelly said that he wants his offense to be run to LSU. So, I don't know if – you know, if, if those two young – you know, those two guys are going to run what Brian Kelly wants in his offense, but I would assume that would be – what they would do. My opinion is is that they go co-OCs with those two guys because you still have um, Bryce Underwood, Bill Hoovey, committing on January the 6th, and that's the number one player in the 2025 class. Sloan has a good relationship with him, along with the number one running back in the country, Bill, and that being Harlan Berry in 2025. So I, I think they want to keep as much continuity as they can, but uh, I do think that Brian Kelly kicks the tires on on some things. I would not be surprised if Tom Maurice got a phone call. I think he's going to deny it, but he's going to get a phone call to gauge interest. I think there's other people that he'll get phone calls to um, just to make sure that he's doing his due diligence. But if I had to bet as of right now, which can change, I do think that the co-OCs of Joe Sloan, the quarterback's coach, and Cortez Payne co-OCs for Brian Kelly. Brian historically tampers with his coordinators. That can be good. It can also be irritating. He didn't with Dembrock, but with these two you just mentioned, he'll probably be hands-on for a while. I think he would be. And, and Bill, I mean, look, I, I don't, you know, I hate to say this in a wrong way. I'm not, you know, they might need it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know if that's where he's going to go, then I ultimately think that they do need it. Um Look, I, I, again, I, I'm, Bill, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt personally from the offensive side of things because how good they've been the last two years. I mean, Bill, they've been pretty good under Brian Kelly offensively. That's not the issues that they're having. The issues that they're having is defensively. They stink. Okay? Like, I mean, they're not bringing in the personnel. They're not doing good play call. They're not good at play calling. They're, Bill, they're okay in recruiting, but they're okay in recruiting because you have some, you know, have some assistants that are doing some things, and you have guys in the state of Louisiana that just want to be Tigers, right? You're not, they're not going out, Bill, and recruiting the way that they need to recruit on the defensive side of things. But offensively, Bill, there's a really strong possibility that 2025 they're going to have the number one receiver and DeCorey Moore, who committed on our show, Bill, okay, Harlan Berry and Bryce Underwood. Defensively, you couldn't buy a defensive interior defensive tackle. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm going to continue to say it. I'm not worried about what they're doing all offensively. It, I, I saw a five-star kid, Shelton Sampson, at practice on Tuesday. Kids a beast. They got they, Bill. They got dudes again. Uh, okay, like they they are stacked offensively. It's just defensively, Bill. They, as you as you say, they can't bust a grade. <laughs> the. The number one quarterback in the class of 26 and the number two ranked quarterback overall, 
is Jared Curtis, and I heard LSU mentioned with him. Now, I think if Bryce Underwood hits, I think that'll clear that out some. They've been mentioned mm-hmm. with George McIntyre. The number two quarterback in the class of 25 is here, and that's McIntyre just behind Underwood. The number one quarterback is also here, about 10 minutes across town, Jared Curtis. And he's, again, the number two overall player, just a sophomore, and the number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. LSU, I mean, LSU's making some noise. Now, you're right. It, uh, that's not where their issue is, though. Yeah, I, I mean, Bill, they, I mean, their backup plan, as of right now, without Underwood, okay, would be McIntyre. Now, I don't know if they would land that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think they got to hit on Underwood for this to work, okay? But Bill, the, the bottom line is, okay, as I do think that they're going to get Underwood. I do think that they're going to get Harlan Berry, and I know for a fact, as the kid committed on my show, that they had the Corey Moore. Bill, what they're doing along the offensive line is ridiculous. It's never been done here. The last time somebody did this along the offensive line recruiting, he's about 5'8", all right? He's got slick back hair, and he says, all right, all the time, okay? Offensively, Bill, they're never, they have never recruited at this high of a level, ever. It's defensively, Bill, that they are having struggles now. Can they can they end some things here to make it a little bit better? Can they go get five star defensive tackle Dominic McKinley, five star uh, DB Terry Bussey? Maybe. Can they do maybe a couple things here and there in the portal? Sure, but they you know I just don't. The question marks for me are what they're doing defensively. I think the bill here you know, now they went out in high school and got twenty eight recruits. Okay. They got four defense, uh, four corners, two safeties. I, I do think that they're trying to build this through high school. And a lot of kids from inside the state of Louisiana, they're going to be very, they're being very picky with their, with what they're doing in the portal. So, I'm, Bill, they're over 80, they're going to be over 85 scholarship limit guys. I, I mean, it's, it's incredible what he's doing from a number standpoint. It's just defensively, I don't think that you have the dudes up front that can win here. Not with not with what Ole Miss is doing. I mean, come on. Ole Miss has bought a, bought ten starters defensively. They got two sack leaders who are or one of Tennessee's sack leaders. They got Florida sack leader. They got Walter Nolan. They got their own Perkins kid that wears number four. I mean, you know, you, now you and then you look at Missouri, Bill. I mean, look at what Missouri's doing through the portal. So you know, LSU's got a lot a long way to go here. I'm not saying that Brian Kelly's slipping. I just think that there are a lot of there are too many question marks for you to say where LSU should be right now. Bill, there's no there's no reason why LSU shouldn't be behind Alabama and Georgia in this pecking order. Well, they're not in that they're not there right now, okay? And they've got a lot of question marks that they're going to have to answer. Anything new on a defensive coordinator? Not yet. Um, ball game in a couple of days. Uh, I would I would intend a couple of things. You know, some some personnel changes to. To start after that, but Bill, as of right now, no. I went out to practice. He's calling and he's calling plays. Gave me indigestion. <laughs> they cannot if they sit pat. Oh my gosh, it, Bill, he's going to really feel. Listen, I like Brian Kelly a lot. Still do. If he sits pat on that house, all right, he, he's going he's going to feel it. Now he can say that I felt it at other places. Okay. That fireball in Mardi Gras does not mix well, Bill. He can't not fire his defensive coordinator with Mardi Gras right around the corner and think that these drunk Louisianians ain't going to let him have it now, okay? He's got to make a move. 
He's got to make a move. If he, Bill, if he does not make a move at D.C., we have an issue. I mean, look, I know it's not popular for me to come out and say on my show or on here or wherever. He's got to make a move now. And if he does not, he will be in trouble. I promise you. His history is he makes moves. That's all I know. Right. I do think he makes moves. That's all that means. <laughs> and, and, look, I don't know where he goes, you know. Uh, there's a feeling, Bill, that uh, he wishes that he could possibly go another year before having to make a change. You know, his 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 favorite, or what he's called him in the past, Clark Lee, if he were to come available, but he's not going to have the time, Bill. He's got to go get somebody down. Um, but we'll see. I think they're going to make changes, a lot of changes. And, Bill, look, I think there's going to be a they're, – they're pushing to make a change along the defensive line coaching-wise that would shake college football. So – can they finish? That'd be not only are you gonna let them go. Can you finish? How they get your shows, Blake? Ay Sports across the board. We'll be live back tomorrow. We just got some Christmas stuff today. Rafina and Joe show live at 6 p.m. on wherever you get your podcast or or YouTube. All right, bud. See you next week, man. Thanks, Bill. Good talking. All right, we're clear. That was interesting, man. Yeah, we've got some things to play with now when we come back. I got a big lot for us to play on here. Morning, still live to moderate out here right now on 24 as you come out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Davidson County, towards Nashville. Still looks good as far as serious wrecks out here all across Middle Tennessee. Just lots of radar. This morning, you're going to see a lot more of that over the next 24, 48 hours. Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four of their new locations. Check it out online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. 
To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's the NHL Winter Classic on Sports USA, and we ring in the new year in Seattle as the Kraken host the Vegas Golden Knights at the outdoor home of the Mariners. It'll be an action-packed matchup of the NHL's newest franchises. The Knights know how to cash in their shots with Eichel and Stone. The Kraken will defend with Dunn, Larson, and Grubauer between the pipes. It's the Cup champion Golden Knights and the Kraken outside in Seattle. New Year's Day on your home for the NHL playoffs and the Stanley Cup, Sports USA. If there's a drama stream anywhere in college sports, the Bill King Show is there to break it down. Books tomorrow. Just mark that down. Jay Book from Buck Nuts. 20 minutes into hour three Thursday tomorrow. Kevin's back this week. We'll tape that on Thursday. We'll have that for you on Friday. Friday schedule should be the same. Okay. Let's play a little bit. We've got lots of room here to stretch out to play. Let me bring this back up. Florida State and the future of the ACC. There's a lot of drama streams that emanate from this topic. Lots of different ways we can go. Florida State has expressed publicly for quite some time, we're not happy, we want out. And each time, it's another level. A veiled threat. Maybe a little saber-rattling. Now it's, we're suing. Let's go. We're all the way to it. And there's a lot of talk about the ACC's future. If this starts a chain reaction, can Florida State, with their guidance and their leadership, Get a Clemson, who's unhappy, not as vocal about it, but would like out, and a North Carolina, let's say, and or a Miami to join with them. Multiple lawsuits coming at the ACC over the grant of rights, over the ESPN contract, 
exit opportunity for ESPN in 2027. The slimy relationship with Raycom by virtue of the former commissioner getting that done because his son is the head of Raycom Sports. Only reason you'd be doing that. Raycom Sports was in financial trouble. This was a multi-million dollar lifeline sent to Raycom only because they're in Chapel Hill and the commissioner at the time of the league is baby boy is the head of Raycom. No other reason at all. Some sleazy items here, to say the least. We have all that to talk about. And could that eventually crater the ACC? Now, let's not get too far down the road. This is nowhere near where the Pac-12 is within the last year. But it's the makings of it. Does it mean it has to have that same outcome, but it has the makings of it? The difference is, I don't know if these teams all have homes like most of the Pac-12 were able to find, and certainly better homes. Yeah, better homes. That's a bigger question. Where's Duke going to go? Where's Wake Forest going to go? Where's NC State going to go? That's not, no disrespect. Those are good schools. They're not attractive. Additive or dilutive, y'all. Remember, there ain't no half pregnant. You're either additive or dilutive as an entity, as a newcomer to a league. You can't be agnostic here. Additive or dilutive. One or the other. I don't know if there's the opportunities. The Big 12 has been mentioned. If you can't get into the Big 10 or the ACC or the SEC, why not the Big 12? They can't take, they've already taken a bunch of teams in. You can't just keep taking teams, particularly when they're not additive. Now, if Florida State wanted to come, they'd take them in a second. If Clemson wanted to come, oh, yeah, let's go. You'd figure that out, right? Something we mentioned before the break last hour. And this is a big mind game that we need to play. I want to get your thoughts on this. There's talk that, as of right now, the SEC is not interested in Florida State and or Clemson. Now, that may or may not be accurate. Maybe they're just wanting to sit back grab a box of popcorn and watch things for for a while. Because if you're the SEC, it's not like you need to make a move. There's no urgency here at all. If you're Florida State, et cetera, there is urgency. You want to get on with it. SEC is not in any kind of urgency situation. Neither is the Big Ten. But if indeed, and again, if, if, The SEC right now would not want them, would not court them. Does the Big Ten then say, okay, we'll take you in and plant a big flag right in SEC geography? And would that motivate the SEC to say, okay, because of this threat, we're going to play defense, we'll take you in. 
Now, I think Florida State would be a nice addition. Don't misunderstand my wording here. I'm just giving you the situation as it seems to be right now. I think Florida State would be a nice addition. But would the SEC do this in the name of defense? Because you're not going to come down here and plant a Big Ten flag, a B1G flag in Florida. You're not doing that. Now, if you want to go get USF or UCF, which is now the Big 12, go down there and plant that flag. You can have all that you want. You're not coming in here and getting Tallahassee. That ain't happening. That's our territory. That's our region. What would happen then? Yeah, what would happen then? Would that force the SEC to make a move? Based on what ifs. That's the question I've got for you right now. Tom in Myrtle Beach says, I would hate to see the ACC dismantle like the Pac-12 did. The conference is not down like the media is portraying it. It just, Florida State feels like they should be getting SEC or B1G money. I wish there was a way for the ACC to renegotiate their TV deal. Well, they have no leverage. ESPN has got them in a sweetheart deal. You have absolutely no leverage. SEC owns ESPN or vice versa. ESPN's sole relationship when it comes to college football, well, also the ACC, but let's face it, their priority is 100% the SEC. Well, Florida State wants to, and, and someday would get an invite to the SEC. It's, it's the, the money's coming from the same place. If you're the ACC, you have no leverage at all. You have no way to threaten anybody. You don't. You could just sit there and take it and be happy with the contract you have. ESPN obviously is not feeling the need to redo a contract with them. The only reason Cal and Stanford are joining is because of the clause in the contract which says if you drop below a number of teams, we renegotiate the deal. And that doesn't mean better. It means down. It means down. Because Stanford and Cal bring absolutely nothing to the ACC. They are delutive. They're not additive. Don't tell me that it keeps the GPA up in the league. That doesn't matter at all. That is irrelevant. It has no place in this environment. What your students do at the law school or the business school or the chemistry lab does not matter a lick if you want to be harsh about it. Only thing that matters is how much winning and how many TV eyeballs can you bring us. They bring nothing. West Coast isn't following Stanford and Cal to the East Coast. They're not watching them out there. 
Why would they watch him over here? It was simply a move to add a couple of teams to prevent that contract from kicking in when and if they do lose a Florida State, a Clemson, a Miami, a North Carolina, etc. Only reason. And remember, Florida State, Clemson, North Carolina voted against it. NC State originally did and then caved in, which you kind of thought that would happen. Boo Corrigan, y'all. You figured that would probably that would probably happen. Sid, who's checking in this morning in lovely Fort Walton Beach, the gorgeous Emerald Coast, where the plan is to be down there in May for the summer commitments. Won't quite be summer yet, but it'll be uh, the good thing about that. It'll be right after spring break. That'll be cleared out, and it'll be before the summer session, Memorial Weekend, and all that kicks in, and that place down there becomes an absolute madhouse. That's a that's good timing. I do have a conflict, though. I don't think uh, maybe two of my boys won't be able to make it because of exams. That's the only problem with that first weekend in May right now. I'll be down there. I just don't know if I can bring my, uh, my crew down there. Sid says, Bill, what's your thoughts on Florida State and others going back to being independents and working at their own TV deals or even forming a different football-only conference? Well, also, what's Notre Dame do? Now, Notre Dame's not in the ACC in football. They are in almost all the other sports except, what, hockey? But they're independent. But very few, if if nobody, can do what Notre Dame does. And remember, Notre Dame's got their new NBC deal, which I still don't have the number on, but I think it's 50, 60 million bucks. And they just hired the head of NBC Sports, who's going to be their AD, replacing Jack Swarbrick. They're pretty much set there. <laughs> that deal, that deals as a, <laughs> as opposed to a Raycom deal, which was simply nepotism. This was a sweet deal, except it's NBC. It's real, factual money. But I don't think Florida State. No, I don't think that's a plan to be independent. If you wanted to form a league. You'd have to have TV partners. Does Florida State and Clemson and North Carolina, do they have in totality the ability to get a ESPN or one of the other networks to come and pay out? Yeah, I don't think they have the power collectively to do that. Their best bet, if you're Florida State, SEC is ideal. But if the Big Ten wants you, that's, hey, we can we can boogie. Let's do it. That's a lot of money. That's silly money. Yeah, you'll be going up to Ann Arbor. You'll go up to Madison, Wisconsin. you go to Piscataway, New Jersey. You'll go up to the Horseshoe. You go to Iowa City, all that. Yeah. Hey, a lot of money to go do that. Tons of money. You 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 do that. 
It'd be a little geographically awkward, but we're kind of used to that. That really doesn't matter that much anymore. All of this right now is unclear. No, good good point by Sid. I just don't think that's an option. We are not, and I repeat, anywhere close to what happened to the Pac-12, but you can see it potentially. We're a ways away on that. We're not next summer going to witness a collapse of the ACC. They've got a contract. They've got a contract. They've got a contract through 36, except there is an addendum there that nobody knew about that says there is an exit potential in 27. How'd that little sneaky thing end up there? Cal checking in. Bill, Florida State had the opportunity to join the SEC under Belden. Chose not to. Yeah, like I told you guys, I did a show every day when that was going on. That was prior to 92. Florida State was really starting to crank under Bowden. And the SEC, Roy Kramer, absolutely wanted them. Bobby Bowden made the decision. Frankly, he made the right decision. You, you can't. You're Bowden. In 1990-91, you can't make a decision based on what might happen in 2025. You just can't. That decision was best for that program. It's not best for today, but it was best for the program. Certainly in the moment. morning only a couple of minor accidents on you in the last hour or so it's finally starting to pick up just a bit with a little bit of volume on 24 west coming out of murfreesboro rutherford county up through the hickory hollow area we've seen more radar out here this morning than we've seen accidents traffic's on the increase also out of wilson county through the mount juliet area be careful out there on i-40 east and westbound princess hot chicken is uh, hiring at all their locations check out that menu online today at princesshotchicken.com i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality 
Quality Self-Care Oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. and It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports. Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. He gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. 615-844-5600. the ACC conference conference no longer existed. I believe the SEC should take North Carolina, Virginia because they could put their footprint in those states. One note that I'm going to take the call here. Do you, and I think you probably do, take into account if Florida State is back, If Mike Norvell maintains this national threat that he currently is, took a while, took a grind to get there, but they're they're back, right? Got to see the follow-through. But if we get a follow-through on this, is that a consideration? If you're the SEC, and I say yes. Got to remember, the number one program, when it comes to eyeballs in that league, is by far Florida State. A lot of things to weigh here. Now, what if, and I'm just saying, what if? The football program falls back, and they're not the national threat. Is that a consideration? I think it is. I I think you, and that doesn't account for the entire future. But I think where you're at in the moment matters, unless you're just such a big brand they want you no matter what. And at the moment, that's not the case. 
if they follow through and FSU football remains a national threat like they were this year, to me that reverberates in Hoover, Alabama at the office. I do. I don't know if that's going to get it done. Word is right now it wouldn't. But that doesn't mean two years from now, five years from now. Jim down in lovely Jupiter. Welcome in, sir. So, Billy, you finally are catching on to what I've been trying to tell you. You have said it exactly, exactly how it's going to happen. First, I got to tell you that I think right now, 100%, that Florida State has a landing spot in the Big Ten if we get out of this mess that we're in with our TV rights. I think we've already been told that. I think that's why we filed this lawsuit. I don't think that we would have done that without knowing that we had a place to go. And it sure as hell is not the Big 12. It's the Big 10. Now, to your point, does the SEC allow the Big 10 to set up camp in the state of Florida with a monster brand like Florida State? We will see. But I'm telling you, the wheels are in motion, and this is going to happen. There's going to be a negotiated settlement because nobody wants this to come out. A lot of stuff is coming out that nobody wanted to know. The ACC did not want you to know that the ESPN contract was ending in 27. The ACC and ESPN didn't want to let you know that every president was threatened to re-sign that gore, that grant of rights, or they would not get an ACC network. ESPN is running away from that because they do not want that to come out. And the Raycom story. Oh, the Raycom. I've been on Raycom and Chad Swafford and John Swafford since 2007. That whole deal was completely crazy. It was just complete BS. You don't see Jefferson Pilot around anymore, do you? No, Jefferson Pilot went the day went the way of the dodo bird, the way it should have, because it was a failed old business model that was no longer needed. John Swafford was able to keep his son's company afloat by keeping Raycom in, involved. They say it's an estimated five hundred million dollar loss that they took by not not actually bidding it out to the open market and going with a company that should have gone under, Bill. That company should have gone under. I'm telling you, nobody wants this to go to trial. We're going to have to pay a lot. I've heard that we could pay the $125 million right now. Now, that's not our. That's just the, the, the exit fee. That's not our media rights. The media rights is where it gets tricky. I think we're going to have some kind of deal where we're going to have to pay off about $200 million and we're going to get the hell out of here. And all you're going to find out is whether it's the Big Ten or the SEC. And any of these crazy people talking about the Big 12 being a a possibility, that is a no-go. There's no way that Florida State would go to the Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma in there. That ship sailed in 2011. If I'm the SEC, I go ahead and buckle. If if that is the case, I buckle and I bring them in. 
Well, that's what I would like to do. I've always thought that's where we should be. But I've also heard that there are a lot of really, really ticked off big money super booster knolls that are really fed up with ESPN. And ESPN and SEC have that cozy relationship. And they are so mad about the the playoff snub is that they're willing to just say, screw it. We're going to the Big Ten, and we're going to take Clemson and maybe North Carolina and a Virginia or something like that with us. So we have a southern, uh, you know, a southern base that we can still go off of. But I'm, I've always been, and let's go to the SEC because it makes it makes a lot of sense. Like you said, Florida State is an SEC type school. We're an SEC type fan base. We're a southern school that cares about. It. We're a Southern school that has a lot of trophies and a lot of skins that we have up on the wall. But, you know, sometimes business and hurt feelings and things like that can get in the way, and it may end up that, you know, we take that, that chance to be in a national, um, you know, a national conference because that's what the Big Ten is now. It's a national conference. And in some ways, the SEC is just a regional conference, and the future may be that Big Ten national conference. We shall see, but we'll be in one of them. You have a great one, and I love listening to you. Jim down in Jupiter. Yeah, this is fun. I love this topic. And we've got time to stretch out on this one. Yeah, we've got time, plenty of time to stretch out on this. And this topic's going to continue for a couple of years. We'll have time here and there to uh, jump in the deep end on this. Have some fun with it. Yeah. More thoughts when we come back. Uh, We got another hour plus to hang out here on this Wednesday edition. Thursday, TJ will be with us. Dave Hooker. No JC. JC's getting married. J-Book tomorrow. We did see a little bit of traffic volume just a few minutes ago on 24 eastbound at White's Creek Pike there in the Jolton area. Traffic's off to a pretty good start coming in from Mount Julian, Wilson County on I-40 going westbound all the way into Hermitage. Still some radar out here in certain parts of Middle Tennessee. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. 24-7 reliable crane and rigging services uh, here in Middle Tennessee call Tomahawk Crane and Rigging. They're online. Check them out at TomahawkCrane.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The Trans Perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at MusicCityBowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The vest got a lot of attention. Right. So is there a blue vest coming? The vest had been dormant for a minute, but uh, it gets a chance to make an appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. Right. And, and when it comes out, you're going to see some variations. Uh, and I'm excited about the vest. The vest uh, it gets a chance to be donned in the mid-state area. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. college football talk on the planet presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel The Bill King Show A lot of good notes here 614 Rob says, Bill, what's college football going to look like then? Five, ten years. Do away with conferences, Bill? Maybe one super conference, 40 schools? No more NCAA? Or do the SEC and the Big Ten just keep adding more schools? I don't buy into the at least – over the next five, ten years, this this super conference notion, meaning one 40 or 65-team super league. If I'm the SEC office or the Big Ten office, why would I give up my power in the name of a collective league? What would be the point there? You already have all the power. If you're the SEC in the Big Ten, you already possess 
the power. Why would you want to join up collectively and unify? Now, you may see a situation where the NCAA is negated even more. That's very possible. But I'm just talking about as a league entity, you already own the power. What's the point of giving that up as a league office? If I'm sitting there in Hoover, I'm not into that. If I'm in Chicago right now, I'm not giving up what I've got in the name of let's collectively all get together. I just don't see the point there. Now, someday, I mean, goodness knows what the landscape may look like. I've just, and I see that a lot. 614 Rob is espousing something that is a popular theory. It's just never made a lot of sense to me. Craig in North Augusta, Bill. Per on three, Bowers and Mims are not traveling with the team. That wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. Look, I love number 19, and I love offensive linemen. Offensive line might be my favorite position. But if you're number 19 or if you're Mims, I, I hate to say this, but Bowers is coming off an ankle. And even though he flashed, he was never right after that. His future is on Sunday. Unfortunately, I won't be watching, so I will just have to hear from you folks how he's doing. I hope he does quite well. But I don't see any point in him getting beat up in a bowl game. Accidentally rolled on. I just don't see the point there. I... I, I know, well, Bill, how about play for some pride? Well, I get it. That's not a bad comeback, but that's not where we're at today. (laughs) That's not the atmosphere we're in anymore. Ags and Strohs down on the Texas Gulf Coast. Bill, from a perspective of a fan of an SEC school, I'd love to have Florida State and Clemson join the SEC. Gig Bill. I'm wondering, what, what's the SEC office plan if the Big Ten's going to come down here and plant a flag? Set up camp right in your um, regional territory. Coming up this Saturday, Florida and Georgia play. Well, that'd be in Jacksonville. But, but yeah, Florida and Georgia play. This is just a what if. And on that same Saturday, Florida State and Michigan play in Tallahassee. Florida State and Ohio State are playing in Tallahassee. Florida State and Southern Cal are playing in Tallahassee. How you like that? <laughs> I mean, that'd be... That'd be interesting. The Nittany Lions are in Tallahassee. Endless supply there. The Duckies are down there. You dub Michael Penix is from Tampa. He's long gone. Let's say the next quarterback at U-Dub's from Florida. Playing down in Tallahassee. 
All right, we'll get the break. Hour three coming up. Omni Nashville Hotel.